Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Namihinui. I'm Alison Balance, and welcome to this Our Changing World podcast from RNZ. We're off to Zealandia in Wellington. In the last couple of decades, many bird, reptile, insect and, yes, plant species have been reintroduced to this predator-free, fenced sanctuary. But the way they're bringing back the latest arrival, a species of mistletoe, is a little unusual. Hi there, I'm Travis Moody, River Ranger for Wellington Regional Council. Now tell me about this mistletoe seed. Where has it come from? It's come from the banks of Te Awakaurangi Hut River. It's an upper hut uh, near the Moonshine Bridge on the side of State Highway 2. So it's great news. Um, we're able to get some rare native plants spread around. So what's the story with the tree that this particular mistletoe was growing on? Um, so these trees aren't native trees. They're tree lucerne. They've been planted as a roadside planting when they constructed the highway there in the 80s, I believe. Seeds just settled there naturally through um, bird placement and um, become quite a healthy little little shrub there. Yeah, it's in fruit at the moment, so we're collecting it and giving it a good shot to spread it around. So that mistletoe and its host are healthy, this is just about sharing the love? Well, that's that's the concern at the moment. The host isn't looking that healthy. It's not a very long-lived tree, tree lucerne, um, and some of it's dying. So it's a good time now to, to collect the seed while it's um, prime for the, for the spreading and propagation. Was it hard to collect? Was it high off the ground? Some of it was, but no, it, was, it wasn't very hard at all, really. Just, just like picking small, very small cherries or something like that. I'm Pascal Michel and I work at Zelandia. I'm Finn McCulloch and I work at Otari Wilton's Bush. So, Pascal, I'm going to talk to you first because you have a pottle tucked under your arm there that's filled with beautiful little orange fruits. Tell me about those. So we collected them this morning to try to spread those plants through uh, the Wellington region. They're quite ripe, so it's the good time of the year to pick them up. Uh, usually birds will do that job, but um, today it's us doing the job. It's called green mistletoe. It has a green flower, and the berries are bright orange, and they're very striking. Uh, if you see the original plant, it's just full of, of uh, seeds and fruit. It's just gorgeous, really beautiful. And um, this is a species that is missing in uh, Zelandia. We don't have it, unfortunately, so we're hoping that we can bring it back. As you see, our fin is squashing them very nicely at the moment. And do you want to tell me what would normally happen with these seeds when a bird comes along, compared to what you're doing here? We're removing the, the, the fleshy skin from the fruit to reveal the, the very sticky substance that, that surrounds the seed. Yeah, so I'm guessing that when it would pass through the bird that the digestive tract would remove the fleshy skin. And one of the interesting things with the seed is the more you work it with your fingers, the more sticky it gets. So potentially, as it went through the gut of an animal, like a bird or a lizard, it comes out the other side having gone through that sort of processing and released all that sticky resin stuff. And as it came out the other side... 
attaches to the tree and it latches on. Like a natural glue. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So are they feeling sticky, Finn? Very sticky, yeah. yeah. So you've done a good job there? I you've think done them so, all? yeah. <laughs> well, you got, what, about yeah. 100 there? Oh, could Maybe. be. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've got thousands uh, that we collected this morning. I'm uh, Rhys Mills from Namanu uh, Nature Reserve in Waikanae. And I gather you're the mistletoe expert here. I've been working with mistletoe for about the last 15 years or so, so starting to learn a thing or two about them. So you're here to explain to people what we need to do, because basically you guys need to be the birds, huh? Pretty much. Back in the day, the, uh, there would have been uh, birds that would be doing the job that we're doing here now, such as the New Zealand thrush, which is long since extinct. Some of the introduced species like blackbirds and some of the European species and also uh, native species like the uh, silver eye have now taken over that uh, role to a degree where they can still find mistletoe plants. But certainly there are a lot of mistletoe populations that are really struggling, such as the source of these ones here at the uh, Hutt Valley and we're trying to uh, move them into safe places like Zealandia here where they can continue to thrive. So can you explain to me what's going to happen with those seeds because the mistletoe plant is a parasite isn't it? Yeah so hemiparasite so basically it uh, means that it steals uh, nutrient and water from the host um, by burrowing a little uh, root down into the host and sucking it out that way but it also has uh, green leaves with uh, chlorophyll, which through the process of uh, photosynthesis also make food for the plant. So not a true parasite. So these seeds have got to basically get themselves attached to this host plant. What is this plant, by the way? So this is uh, kohuhu, or um, Potosporin uh, tenuifolium, which is a uh, species that could live up to about 100 years, which is what we really want to sort of choose as a uh, host for the mistletoes. We want to find a plant that's going to sort of outlive us so that the mistletoes have a good chance of staying on for a long time without too much more additional work from us. So what's going to happen in the next few months? The seed's going to germinate? Yeah, so probably in uh, four to six weeks' time you might start to see the early stages of uh, germination. You'll see one end of the seed will actually start to green up and uh, before it pushes its uh, little cotyledons or seed leaves out, little pair of uh, leaves, then once those seed leaves are out, it will sit there until this time next year. So uh, uh, next next autumn, um, basically, they'll just sit there and uh, try and get that little root down into the host. It will be this time next year that you'll actually start to see the signs of the root actually uh, getting in, which is generally sending up a second pair of leaves and sometimes the beginning of a development of a slight stem. And that's generally a pretty good sign that uh, they've got established. But the big killer for the uh, mistletoe seeds is actually the first summer. Sitting there without uh, any means of getting water from the host and, of course, nice hot, dry summer, these seedlings will just desiccate and dry out. It's quite important that we uh, sort of select our hosts and our sites, our aspect and that you don't put them in an area that's too sort of hot and dry but you don't want them in too much shade either. So how big are these mistletoe plants going to grow when they're mature? Oh probably about a metre by metre roughly for the species. This is the green flowered mistletoe. But again, it depends a lot on the hosts that they're actually on. They're a good host, they're a bad host. And certainly if it's, if it's struck, lucky to uh, get established on one of, the, uh, one of the good hosts, they can absolutely thrive. 
How big are the flowers? The flowers are tiny, um, only a few millimetres across. We have other mistletoes that are red, though, don't we? Yes, we we do. Yeah, yeah, we've got a number of different species, actually eight different species. There were nine. Um, The ninth is now thought to be extinct, but the other eight are still holding on in areas of the country. So I've heard that some of those ones, like the extinct one, are real ice cream species for possums. Oh, yes, they absolutely love them. A lot of mistletoes sort of seemed to disappear for a while and uh, we're not sure if it's just um, through possum browsing that sort of thing until we started doing a lot more control on possums or um, whether it's just more education people are recognising them more that we seem to be finding more and more sites of them around the country. So you're putting quite a few seeds on this tree is this just the more the merrier? Pretty much. We'll achieve probably close to 100% germination of the seeds. Um, Most of those seedlings will actually die during the first summer. I mean, I have had situations where I've actually, on a single stem like this, I've ended up with close to 20 plants actually survive. And if you've got the right host and a nice healthy host, it doesn't tend to affect them too much. The thing you've got to remember with a plant parasite, they don't have legs, so it's not in their best interest to actually kill their host because uh, I can't just hop off and hop onto the next one. Have you already put some out at Namanu up on the Kapiti Coast? Yes, at Namanu we've got two species established. We've got this green-flowered mistletoe here, and we've also got Quarthsella uh, um, uh, salicinoides, one of the um, pygmy mistletoes, which are beautiful little plants, but they're absolutely tiny. Um, You're sort of cupping your fingers together there. Yeah, yeah, they're really, really small, like little wee can- uh, groups of candlesticks, um, generally uh, in a manuka or kanuka. Sometimes you can just identify them just by seeing a little dark shadow in the tree they're a whole different kettle of fish to actually uh, propagate uh, compared to this one it's uh, almost micro surgery for uh, for those ones but yeah well on the way two species established and uh, we hope in time to be able to uh, uh, have all eight remaining species established up at Namanu um, with the aim of being able to educate people about the plight of the mistletoes and we're actually working on a uh, a mistletoe garden itself at the moment so which is just going to bring all those species together in one place where we can talk to people about them. Dr Danielle Shanahan, Manager, Conservation and Research at Zealandia. So this is exciting, another new species for Zealandia. I'm so excited and this is a very cool one because it's just one of those little guys. It's an important part of our ecosystem but, you know, it's finally time to focus on these smaller things which we haven't had a chance to focus on before. So it's going to be a bit of an experiment. Absolutely, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Fingers crossed. <laughs> so we've got to get through the first summer. How many trees do you think you're going to impregnate with mistletoe seeds today? Uh, You've today, got a few seeds there. Yeah, we do have a few seeds. Um, we're hoping to do a few more tomorrow. So we're hoping to have them scattered right throughout the bush, actually, to trial quite a different um, few host species, I guess, and host plants. So, oh, Well, I look forward to coming back in, yeah. I don't know, maybe a decade. I don't know how long it takes them to flower. but Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're actually hoping it won't actually be too long, maybe even a couple of years we might be seeing something, so hmm, who knows. <laughs> what about some of the other mistletoe species? Yeah, look, I'm really interested. We're in the process at the moment of planning our next 10 years of planting. Mistletoes are at high priorities at the moment, so yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Danielle. Danielle Shanahan is Manager of Conservation and Research at Zelandia Sanctuary. We also heard from Zelandia botanist Pascal Michel as well as Travis Moody from Greater Wellington Regional Council, Rhys Mills from Namanu Nature Reserve, and Finn McKaylick from Otari Wilton's Bush. I'm Alison Balance, and this Our Changing World podcast 
first aired on RNZ National on the 18th of May 2018. Our webpage, rnz.co.nz Our Changing World, is full of audio and features and photos. We are available as a podcast on the RNZ app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Radio Public. If you've got a moment to rate and review us on your favourite podcast app, that would be fantastic. If you've already done it, then a huge thank you. That's much appreciated. Bruce Hopkins is almost at the end of his very long walk, but you can still check out his great podcast about walking Te Araroa Trail. It's called The Long Way Home. If you'd like to stay in touch with us, we are on Twitter and Facebook as RNZ Science. Thanks for your company. Kia ora mai.